Welcome to Beautiful Botswana, the travel podcast, where we aim to travel around Botswana and learn about this wonderful safari destination as we chat with experts, safari professionals and safari legends, as we share stories, recommendations and help you plan your Botswana holiday. Joining me today for this bonus episode is Steve O'Meara, who joined me last year and discussed the night skies of Botswana. Out of my first 13 episodes, this has been the most downloaded. And as the one thing that has continued to change and vary over the last year, even though Botswana's tourism numbers have not really crept up, is the night sky. So we've gone through a great summer if you're a farmer with lots and oh, lots, lots of, of rain, rain. <laughs> lots of cloud cover, so not too much stargazing, I'm sure, no, Steve. No. But we are now at the end it's of starting. the rain, yes. so um, it's your season. It is. So I've asked Steve to join me today to just run through what's coming up in the next while in our night sky. And um, the joy of this is it's something that's available. These stars are available to all of us. Yes, stars are free. Yes. And so they're available to anybody whether they can get to Botswana or not. Yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it. Nobody owns the stars. It's for they're for everyone. And there's no borders to worry about no crossing borders, in order to no enjoy them. No crossing of borders. Yeah. <laughs> they place borders around the stars, but you can't see them. Yeah. Which is good. Um but but something very special happened today in astronomy, in fact in planetary science, and that was that the Ingenuity helicopter um, from the Mars Perseverance rover mm-hmm. took flight. Oh, okay. So it's the first helicopter flight on another planet, which is actually being populated by robots right now. Yeah, and and how long are they expecting it to fly for? Well, this was just a test. This was the initial test. It had to be delayed. They had to do some software updates on it. But they got it to fly up to um, ten, three meters um, and then it was um, for 40 seconds. Okay, and it, it goes straight back to the rover, does it? Or well, does it well the ro- it's, it's actually deployed and, it's, and the rover moved away from it okay. so we can image the helicopter. Oh, okay. So Fantastic. I think if you go online, you can probably see your first images. Um, I know it, the first image that I saw was the shadow of the helicopter taken by itself looking down at the mm-hmm, planet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway so but the point of this is that now is a good time to go out and look at mars so you can look up and wonder at that little red planet That's so somewhere out there so it's, it's out there and, and so what you want to do you can be anywhere on the globe you want to look in the west northwest and i know a lot of you probably know orion and orion's belt And Orion has this bright star called Betelgeuse. Anyway, from here in Botswana, um, we'll be able to see it in the uh, west-northwest, about one-third of the way up the sky. And what's really interesting is that you have three red stars in a triangle. Mm -hmm. And one is uh, Betelgeuse, one is Aldebaran, the other one will be Mars. And they're all about the same brightness. But what's really dynamic is that if you think about it, Betelgeuse is 700 times larger than our sun, but it's 1,300 light years away. Betelgeuse, uh, sorry, Aldebaran is only about 45 times as large as our sun, but it's only 65 light years away. So 
it looks just about as bright. Betelgeuse is so, so large that even at its great distance, it's shining just about as bright as Aldebaran. And then we have Mars, which is only about 30 million miles away, and it's shining red and looks just like Betelgeuse and Aldebaran. And of course, Mars being a planet, it's yeah. reflected light. It is. It's not its own source light like the other two would be because they are stars. They are stars. And Mars is a planet. It's only about half the size of the Earth. So, um, and here in Botswana, Mars will be the right-hand star of the triangle, which will be pointing down. Okay. Aldebaran will be the lowest Okay. Lowest one. And um, how long is that that site up? Well, Mars is going to be moving. How long have people got to look for that? Yeah, Mars is going to be moving um, night by night and altering its shape, but it'll be there for the rest of the month. You'll okay. See it. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to make a very concerted effort to get this episode out as quickly as possible, so that people have a few. Yeah. Have a few evenings a to go to and, see have, a look, and, and, and have a look at look at it, and then look up and wonder um, that there are actually drones and rovers on another planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else is sort of happening in the next few months that somebody who's interested in the night skies or starting to yeah, prepare for their, I safari, have, I have... their star safari you can think about? Yeah, I know. Well, for those down um, that are living in, in Botswana, um, people in the north won't be able to see it, mm-hmm. the far north. But um, we have both Sirius and Canopus out now. They're at their highest in the sky and they're the two brightest stars in the in the night sky. And then followed by rising now in the east, we have Alpha and Beta Centauri in the Southern Cross. And that's one of the most majestic sections of the Milky Way. So once the moon's out of the sky, mm-hmm. these the Southern Cross will be getting higher and higher, better and better for um, observing, which is great. But we have on the 20th, coming up we have first quarter moon anyone can see that anywhere on the globe and if all you need is a pair of binoculars it's amazing what you can see on the moon with a pair of binoculars you can see the what we call the man on the moon or the lady in the moon the dark features which are actual lava flows ancient lava flows on the moon so you see these vast with ancient what the early astronomers thought were seas and they're called mare and so we can see them and then also you see the highly cratered, what's called highlands, the lunar highlands. But through binoculars, especially at half moon, because you get half sunlit, half shadow. So and does that mean that the crater edges, if I can say that, pick up the shadow more? That that's yes. what makes them more obvious? Yeah, and that's the called the Terminator. That's right. Okay. The, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. the Terminator, right along the edge. <laughs> So that light's hitting it at that angle, so it's creating more of a shadow. Yeah. So they look more And that's more like more or less where sunrise is on, okay. on the moon. Mm-hmm. And exactly. Yeah. And so it so the shadows are at their longest there. Mm-hmm. And, okay, that makes sense. And the, and the craters are deep, and so they sort of look like you see depth to them. Yes, because of that yeah. long shadow. Okay. And, now, so and now you said that's at half time. moon. Moon. It's the best time to see this effect. It's the best time to see craters on the moon. Um, it's right at this, what's called a dichotomy, right? When it's split okay. in half. Well, the joy is that that happens every month. So if you it miss it this every month, month, catch yeah. it next month. Yeah, and then watch it. Um, well, I'll give you a little secret. Um, this, this is basically for women. 
you, you have to understand when they, when they sell wrinkle, like anti-wrinkle creams, what they do is they say a before and after shot, but you know, <laughs> yes. the before shot, they, they illuminate the, the lady's face just like now at half. They, they, they put the, 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 the lighting on to the side, the side all the, wrinkle, all the, all the wrinkles show. And then they say, you know, 30 days later, and they show you with the direct sort of full moon effect, no shadows, no wrinkles. You're wrinkle-free. Anyway, so don't we be... All got, we're all going to think about that when we look at the moon. Like, why does it look so smooth and flat? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. It's got, to, it's got the direct sun. It's the aftershot. I know. <laughs> See, so you have to get this episode up quick. So Yeah, I do. <laughs> because coming up on the 22nd, we have the Lyrid Meteor Shower. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And how, how long is that expected to last for? Okay, well, it peaks on the, the 22nd. Okay. 22nd. And we're going to have up to about 18 meteors per hour. That's um, when it's at highest. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really expect that higher rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never do with the with these showers. They can surprise you, but it's best to think about just going out because it can shoot out a few fireballs. Okay. Yeah. So, so some bright meteors that look like they're flaming across the sky. No guarantees, but um, also we have the moon in the sky, which kind of interferes, but. Um, I would say if you get up at four o'clock in the morning, which it's starting to get chilly in Botswana in the morning, chilly. This, is it's starting, chilly. this is, you know, talking about some commitment here. Steve. I know, this I is, know. Uh... It's definitely commitment time. <laughs> but... it's, it's, it's not midsummer anymore. <laughs> but I have to tell you going out at that time of day mm. is the best. I, I can't tell you how peaceful it is. It's the most peaceful time. Um, because I've got a question for you. Yeah. Do you go back to bed if you've got up at four in the morning and been no, stargazing? No. That's the, that's how you start your day. That that will be that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. There's too much to do. You, you know, and those I know this today. So many photographers out there. You all you have to do is be able to keep your camera shutter open, mm-hmm. put a high ISO on, and just yeah, keep it open. See if you see if you catch one one of the lyrid meteors. That's because they radiate. They, they seem to come at you from a point in the sky near the constellation Lyra. Okay. L-Y-R-A. And, um, yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't know about everyone else listening, but I need a few shooting stars in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With 2021 and how it's going. So, yeah, getting it's out exciting. there to go and find some. And I'm going to tell you, wish on. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. I, I'm going to just tell you. I was out. I just had to take a, a photo of a section of the sky for something I was writing for in the magazine. And while the exposure was going on, I'm just looking up at the sky. And then suddenly, I've never seen this in more than 50 years of observing, a blood red meteor. Oh, wow. It's a rare, it's very rare. And it just, they're also slow. So it just sort of lazily comes down, descends, blood red, very bright, about as bright as Sirius. And it's just kind of shooting and flaming, and then it shoots up a few sparks, and it just extinguishes itself. And does it extinguish itself as it gets closer to our horizon? Yeah, it, that, yeah, as it as it descends, as it, descends. It, okay. it can do anything. It can go across the sky tangentially. They can do anything, but this particular one did that. But it was I'd never seen that before. It's yeah, just pure blood red all the way down. You know, some meteors yeah. can start off at a certain color and then terminate red or something but this was just blood red against the Botswana sky yeah really, really fantastic awesome. yeah 
Really awesome. Well, finally, as our, our, our last highlight, we have the full pink supermoon. And that's our next full moon. That's our next full moon Great. coming up on the, okay. 20, the night of the 26th, 27th. For Botswana, it happens like around 9 o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, you're not going to worry about that. We won't see it. So either on the evening of the 26th or the, uh, the evening of the 27th, doesn't matter. It'll still look like a big. And what, yeah. what, why a pink one? It's because it's named after um, a wildflower called the pink moss. Okay. And the moon rose in the springtime in the Northern Hemisphere at a time when the pink moss was blooming. So the full moon illuminated the pink flowers in the fields. Okay. So is this April full moon always called pink or is it only pink when it's a supermoon? No, no. Always. It's always one of the, yeah, all full moons have actually several names names. attached to them, but the pink moon is probably the most... Sign of spring. Yes, yeah, for the okay. northern he- for northern hemisphere. And then, in people. terms of the supermoon, yeah, it obviously means that there's a certain proximity to Earth. Yeah, exactly. That makes it larger. Yeah. Where I mean, in terms of scale of supermoons, where is it sitting? This one that's coming. Yeah, is pretty, it one, a, pretty, a pretty big, big one? because it's only happening a few hours, maybe about twelve hours before closest approach. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it's a big one. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a good supermoon. Okay, great. And. So supermoons are um, because the moon's orbit is not circular. It's it's slightly elliptical. So sometimes it's close to the Earth, sometimes it's farther away. And um, so the, the, the size is appreciable. And then you put the moon near the horizon, which is in, uh, enhanced by what's called the moon illusion, mm-hmm. which is a physiological effect. Anyway, so it'll look big. Yeah. I had, you know, obviously the term supermoon's been used a little bit more now in yeah. recent day, years, but I had, as I suppose growing up in a city, but also maybe just being younger and not being aware of it, never really considered the fact that the the way I saw the moon changed. And when it was after moving to Mound, wasn't even living in camp and out in the bush, it was in Mound, but... Um, if you know Mount, if you're driving towards the Shirobi Circle, there's always a really good view of the moonrise out towards Matlat Penang oh. from from our road because it's you're heading you're heading due east and it's it's oh, really yeah. Yeah. it's it, and there's a lot of clearing out there and just one I actually stopped at the side of the road because I couldn't believe how huge the moon was and then went and did a little bit of research and then found out it was one of the really big supermoons. Yeah. So yeah. Um, well, they really that's... are something worth seeing. It is, if and again, for photographers, they want to yeah. get out there and try to catch the supermoon. And, and also, um, we've had had some wind, so if the dust kicks up, you can get a little bit reddish tint mm-hmm. as it rises through the extinction in the yeah. atmosphere. And so it may actually rise pink. Yeah, exactly, a pink, yeah. pink moon. A pink, pink moon. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. We saw- <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah exactly. Don't expect it to be pink just because it's April. But yeah, maybe, don't don't expect it to be <laughs> maybe pink. the dust. Yeah, will don't hold expect it. It, unless you see it very low, very close to the horizon. Which from Botswana in the dust, you yeah, you might, might just see. You might yeah, just see yeah. a pink pink moon. Yeah. yeah, exciting stuff. A double pink moon. And what, as you say, is awesome that people can see all of this through um, wherever they are. The pink of the supermoons. So, yeah, no matter where they are. Everyone, so if you everyone. are sitting there feeling frustrated that um, travel to Botswana is not as easy as you'd like it to be just yet, yeah. um, look outside and enjoy your 
night sky and you can see it the same moon we're all looking at from here. Yeah. So I've now got Steve's book in front of me. Um, Last time I I interviewed you, we didn't, it wasn't out yet. No. What a what a book. It really is fantastic, Steve. And Thank you. my last few few bush trips have unfortunately been in the rains and it has been rather cloudy, but over Easter we were out in the bush again and of course it was beautifully clear at the beginning of April. So I took your advice and I told everyone to extinguish the lights and then we all sat there quietly and we waited a full twenty minutes. And it was amazing. Oh, it was really wonderful. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was really you great. You got totally dark adapted. Yeah, in yeah, we got minutes. dark yes. adapted, and the binos came out, and even our guide, who of course was just thrilled to be back in the bush again working, yeah, yeah. but um, he even was saying that you know you just realise we just don't give ourselves enough time to do it normally, and we sort of look and say, oh, I see a few things, and I can't see the clouds because oh, it's obviously yeah, whatever, something's wrong, but. Getting your eyes dark adapted was really awesome, and, and we had a, a great evening looking at the stars. So, yeah. so thank Wonderful. you. And um, having your book just really, it just enhances it. Yes. It gives you a chance to see it. So Steve's book is Night Skies of Botswana. Um, I'll put the link to it again in the show notes again this with this bonus episode. And if, you know, like we're talking about this this book is full of things that happen in the night sky. Not all of them are restricted to Botswana. No. So get your book yes, and uh, see what of and what's enjoy. in here you can find in your night sky um, while waiting um, to, for your safari and and keep looking. And th- Steve, thanks so much. Uh, as I said yes. at the beginning in the intro, your episode is the most downloaded. And I think that that's a sign of how it's such an interesting subject and how actually it's just something that enhances everybody's understanding of our natural world and i do i really did think that it, especially now with covid you go outside and if you're looking for something to do look at the stars they are your friends learn the name of a star and just mm. say hello you'll never be never be never be alone never be alone they're your um, constant companions well thank you so much steve All and right. um, well, thank you, i look forward Tessa. to uh a future bonus episode like this, a quick yes, catch up, and, yes. and we'll keep on updating people on what to keep an eye out for in the night sky as, as the year progresses. Awesome. A pleasure. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thanks a million. All right.